Hi, I'm Sanera Madani, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a billion dollar business. Yes, a billion dollar business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit 1 million in revenue. And I became obsessed on a mission to change that. I believe that there is so much gatekeeping in business knowledge and that we as female entrepreneurs should be learning from other female founders and leaders who have broken the statistics. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way, but you shouldn't have to because we believe that you deserve to have it all. And honestly, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO School. Hi, podcast fam. It's Sanera here. We are gearing up for 2024. So many new listeners, over a million downloads. It is the end of year, but we wanted to share our best of for all of you. So over the next eight weeks, you'll get two episodes a week of your top rated episodes. I cannot wait for you to catch up and I will see you in 2024. Happy holidays. Hi, everyone. Welcome to CEO School. Today, we're going to be talking about how to get publicity without a budget. This is definitely a topic that I get asked the most about, which is all about PR and publicity. And I would say that over the last decade as an entrepreneur, I have been so fortunate to have had the most incredible publications, uh, write about our story, uh, be on the most amazing podcast, and just be on the cover of magazines that I could have only ever like dreamt about as a little girl. But I will tell you that all of that didn't actually come with this extensive um, effort for PR. Over the last decade as an entrepreneur, I have been so fortunate to have had the most incredible uh, PR and just the most incredible publications tell our story. From Inc. to Fast Company to the cover of Founder Magazine and SEMA Magazine and everything in between. Um, and all of that honestly didn't happen overnight. So I know a lot of you guys ask, Sanira, how do you you know, have designed this amazing PR strategy? How do you actually land on these incredible publications? How did you win awards like Fortune's 40 Under 40? How do you get on the, the world's biggest stages like Inc? And you know, how do you get on the like podcast, that you, your dream podcast that you wanna be on? And what I want you to know is that it did not start, you know, uh, on day one. Your PR strategy is a strategy that is a long-term strategy. And today on today's workshop, we are literally spilling the tea on how to ensure that you get the right publicity, even when you don't have a budget. And I want you to know that it is possible and you don't have to wait until your 10th year in your career or accomplishing you know, X milestone and Y milestone in order for, in order for your story to be told. And I think that's honestly the biggest myth about PR. And one of the things that I learned is that PR is all about what people say about you when you're not in the room, right? That is what PR is. And no PR, and we've heard the saying, right? There's no such thing as bad PR, right? No PR, no matter how big or small, is going to be, you know, even the small PR is also super, super important. And I think we discount how to achieve PR when we're only thinking about the major like tier one publications. There's so many ways to to get publicity and to get PR and to get people talking about you, get people talking about your founder story, get people talking about your brand. Because at the end of the day, 
people don't buy from companies, they actually buy from people. And this is why a PR strategy is so crucial for every business and for every entrepreneur. And especially for my female entrepreneurs and my underrepresented entrepreneurs in the room, it is so important for us to be able to tell our stories on our terms. And right now, the world is craving it. We have such an opportunity to tell our stories. And I think that the brands that tell their stories best are the ones that we actually resonate with, are the brands that we actually want to buy from. And we could think about it from any single product that we purchase that is in your refrigerator, so that is in your home office, to the you know software and to the services that you buy, you're actually buying from brands. You're buying from the people that represent those brands, not just the product or the feature. And this is why I fundamentally believe that PR is such a huge part of your overall entrepreneur strategy and that it gets discounted. And one of the things that there is, you know, I would say another myth that I hear is that you've got to have this huge budget for PR and that you've got to have a PR company for PR and that's the only way to go do that. Um, And that's just not the case, right? And today on today's workshop, we are going to one, understand what is PR and why it is important for you and for your business. Two, I'm going to show you how you can get incredible opportunities on a budget or absolutely for free. And I'm going to show you the most relevant types of PR as well. So in 2023, um, things things are changing. And what is going to be relevant today is not what was relevant yesterday. So it's so important for you to adjust your strategy with the times that are taking place. And four, we're actually going to create your killer PR strategy that is going to, that you can apply immediately right after this workshop, right after this mini course that you can go give it to your team and that you can go execute without any other resources needed. So who's excited? Because I'm definitely pumped for this workshop and giving you all of our playbooks. You're gonna leave here with resources. You're gonna leave here with how we go about doing our PR and different strategies for you to help think through how you're going to get other people to share your story so that more people learn about your company, more people learn about you, and at the end of the day, it will drive revenue for your business because as we say it, nothing bad happens when women earn more money and when women's stories are told. So let's begin. So what is public relations and what is PR? So PR is all about building credibility, right? PR is an opportunity for people to truly understand you, understand your story, understand your why, understand your mission. It's what people say about you when you leave the room, right? And say about you to those that don't even know you yet. And that's why I love PR because we can't have one-on-one sales conversations with every single person, right? Or potential marketing conversations or lead conversations with every potential lead. We just can't. We need different sources and marketing strategies that other people are now talking about our company. Other people are talking about our brand and our mission and our why and our story and saying, oh yeah, I heard about CEO School. I've heard about Sanira Madani. I've heard about her mission when I'm not even in the room, right? And that is what PR is. And this strategy, I'm gonna show you how we're gonna start the strategy and how we're gonna be thinking about it from every, every standpoint, from mentions on social, all the way to being on the cover of Inc. Magazine, right? So we're gonna go through all of which ways that you are going to get there. And first, before I really truly kick off this workshop, I want you to know that you are worthy. Because so many times we believe that our story is not worthy. It's not great enough. It's not perfect enough. It's not unique enough. That's not true. Your story is worthy of being told. And once you actually fundamentally believe that, 
and you really do harness that mission of your company, the why of what you stand for, that story is going to come out so much more naturally with that passion. And if you don't have that passion for your story, for your brand, for your product at this level, then no one else is going to talk about it. So first, before we even land the PR and land the strategy, I need you to be fully 100% on board that your story is worthy of sharing, that your brand and your mission needs to be in the hands of every single consumer out there because you are changing the world, because your product is creating that solution that didn't exist before or is offering that thing that, that your customers desperately need. And when you have that rigor and you have that passion, it's so much easier to find that confidence in your story, right? And so it's so important for you to be on that page with me because all of the steps, I could teach you all of the steps on achieving it, but at the end of the day, it always comes back to mindset as we know it. And if our mindset is not ready, it's just not going to work. So if you need to pause here and come back to this workshop and go work on that mindset, this is a great time to do so. And you could pause this workshop and you can go journal and you can go meditate and you can go find, take the time to make sure that you look yourself in the eye, in the mirror to say, I am worthy of this. Okay. Because you absolutely are. And I am so excited for you to tell that story, for the world to know about your product, for the world to know about your vision, for the world to know about your mission and for the world to know why your company, your brand, and why you exist and why they need to have your product and our service and tell the world about it. And that is what PR is. It's all about building that story, building that credibility, and it's an opportunity for people to understand and trust you as a brand, as a founder, and as a company. So who's excited and who's with me? Because I am so pumped. Hey, CEO School, Sanira here. I am beyond excited to invite you to our first ever, we've been waiting for it, we've been trying to plan it, I've had such crazy imposter syndrome, I haven't been able to launch it, but it is here, the CEO School Summit. It is our first ever conference and a gathering redefining success for female entrepreneurs. Join us for two power-packed days featuring industry giants and the most unbelievable lineup of speakers. It is going to be on International Women's Day in Orlando, Florida, and I cannot wait to get you into the room. It's not just a summit. It is a movement. It is the Millionaire Founders Club best kept secret. So immerse yourself in dynamic sessions, gain practical skills, and connect with this community with the most ambitious CEOs at your level and beyond. Let's break barriers and reshape the business landscape because we know this, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Secure your spot because there's only 250 seats to this conference, so it's going to be gone. Secure your spot at theceoschool.com slash summit. See you there. All right. PR is not just about that credibility, but PR is also about managing your reputation, right? It's about what people say. With the overwhelming amount of notifications, ads, brand pushes people receive, getting people to talk about you is harder than ever. But good PR is more than just getting featured in traditional media, right? It's about the story, right? So it's also about the 
the character that you are as a person. And then there's there's reputation management, which we're not going to deep dive into today, but there's bad PR too, right? And things happen. And I don't want you to be in a position where you're thinking about PR only on a negative standpoint, right? That is where I've seen companies not think about PR. It's like when they need a publicist or when they need a PR company, it's usually it's post, it's a crisis or something takes place. We want to be thinking about what people say about us from the moment that we get started as a brand. And I'm going to share with you, I have been there from day one. So I've had a PR strategy even before we called it a PR strategy. I love this photo. It's a picture of Sal and I, and we are at a conference and we had no budget, right? We had no PR company and we didn't have a, you know, uh, a team to support us yet. Right. But something that was important to me was to tell our brand story. And you see us literally looking ridiculous in our orange shirts that represent our brand, Sal's with crazy orange hair, and we're getting on stage. And all we wanted to do at these startup competitions was to be memorable. Right. And we wanted our brand to stand out. We wanted our story to stand out. And when we would get on, we would get any stage like every coffee shop, every 1 million cups events, any like any uh, tech uh, meetups. And it wasn't even anything that was super massive, right? So it wasn't like these like major competitions that we were in on day one. But any place that would allow us to speak, we had the mic. And we were telling our story. And what was the story that we were telling? We were telling the story that we are two founders on a mission to disrupt the payments industry. Y'all, that is not sexy at all, right? So let me let me like backtrack here and say every single person that I've seen in CEO school has the most incredible product, service, impact driven. We didn't have that, right? We were literally disrupting a fintech uh, industry, very, very boring, not sexy at all. And yet we were able to tell one of the greatest stories that ever came out of our industry through it. And it wasn't about the the unsexiness of our software product, right? What we were passionate about was disrupting, you know, what was the, you know, what was the way that things had been done. We were, we were, we were the ones that wanted to be disruptors in our industry and really focus on small businesses. So our story was based on our immigrant uh, roots, right? So my parents were immigrants that immigrated here and they were small business owners. And I knew firsthand the struggles of helping my parents operate a small business of how important credit card processing was to their business, the lack of technology that there was, and the enormous amount of fees that my parents had to pay. And when I came into the credit card processing industry and I was as like, you know, as a working professional, I actually saw that firsthand of the injustices that were there for small business and the crazy margins that the banks were taking and all the hands that were exchanged and the absurd amount of uh, technology in every other industry besides payments. And nobody wanted to invest the money to support uh, the data side of the business or the small business side of it. And that's where that's where my our aha moment was, right? And that's where our story came from to say, if small businesses have that data, do you know how much further these small businesses could thrive? Payments was a way that they were thinking about. It was a it was a take in the industry, right? Whenever people thought about their credit card processing company, there was nothing exciting about it. It was, oh, my credit card processor, right? No one ever spoke about their credit card processor in a way, oh, I love that vendor. That never happened. And we wanted to change that narrative. And so our story, when we got up on every stage, was relating that story to our audience to say, we believe that technology 
could disrupt the industry here by being value add, by being a partner to these small businesses, by taking that data that's coming through that little black box and actually turning it into meaningful insights to help that customer grow. Yes, we're gonna make money on the software side. We're gonna make money on the subscription side and we're the first subscription-based credit card processor that there was in the industry. And guess what happened? Quickly, by wearing these orange shirts and crazy hair, and we always literally, every single picture that I see from my 2013 to 2015 days um, at Fat Merchant was the company name. Our company name was obnoxious. It was called Fat Merchant. It stood, for, it stood for Fast Affordable Transaction Technology. And that was also a PR strategy, right? So we wanted to be memorable because why? Our industry was saturated. We were competing against giant banks with giant budgets that were very corporate, that were blue, that had that were blue and black in their logos, that were very traditional in the way of financial services. And so we knew that if we picked something so crazy, right, and colors like orange and, and went to tech conferences and, and talked about our story and why this is important to us, that somebody would be paying attention. And guess what? They were paying attention and it wasn't on the first pitch and it wasn't on the second pitch, but every single time that we got up, we were able to tell our story better and we listened to the audience and we got the feedback and we're like, hey, next time we're going to add that in. And this is why it's so important for you to start sharing your founder story and have trial and error. We expect as women for us to like land the thing and then to perfect it and it to be perfect on, on the first time that we do it. That's not true. That's not how it's going to work. We have to trial and error. We have to pivot and we have to practice in order to perfect that story. And it's always evolving, right? That story continually evolved from what you see up here on Fat Merchant to where it is at Stacks today. That story was an evolution, but it needed to start somewhere. And it started with us getting up and telling that story. And I want to remind you that this was without any budget. This was without a PR company. But every time we left a room and we knew that there was 50 people in our room, right? There's 50 more people that knew about our brand. There were 50 more people that knew about Sneera and Sal, right? There were 50 new people that saw Fat Merchant and said, hey, I think that that company could be something. And I don't want you to discount the power of that. And what happened from here was going to all of these pitch competitions, we ended up winning many of them. We won over 200,000 in prize competition wins. 200,000, that's how we bootstrapped the company. I don't know if you know that, but we took those dollars, we plugged it back into the company. That's how we started to scale. And from there, that's when Business Journal called me. They saw us at every single stage and they were like, oh shit, these kids are onto something, right? They've won 200,000 in prize money. Who, are, who is Snare and Sal, a fat merchant? And they gave me a call and they wrote a feature article. This is before I knew anything about how to do an interview or anything. And it was a local, it's Orlando Business Journal, right? But it was a really big deal for me. It was the first time that our story was printed and it was published and it was a validating moment for sure. But what happened from there is from that story, that's when the Fast Company writer called, right? And it, it would not have happened if I was too afraid of getting up and just going to that meetup where there was only 15 people there on day one. So I want to remind you of those steps that we have to take. And I want you to get out of your head that any effort in PR is a bad effort. It's not. I want you to change that narrative that the more people that know about your story, the more people that know about your brand, is a good thing. And that is also PR, right? And we have to work our way there. And I'm telling you, once you start saying yes, then the next yes comes and the next yes comes. And that's when those opportunities come. You're not just going to skip from level zero to level 10, right? 
uh, Fortune's 40 under 40 would not have hap- have ha- happened if all of those things did not happen prior, right? And so this is why it's so important for me to take you back to the basics to say, I have been there in your shoes telling the story and your story is important. So don't discount where it's told. You have that story, right? We all have that story. And I want to share an example outside of my, uh, just my example of Diana Gerard of Magic Dates. She was actually on the show um, this last season. She is such an incredible founder. I highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode. You're going to gain so much insights from that episode. But let me tell you a little bit about Diana's story. So Diana is the founder of Magic Dates, which is a healthy, um, uh, food company and they have a nutritional product, a nutritional date product. It's super delicious and it's healthy. And she had this idea um, with a partner and they created this really amazing product. But the packaging um, for the product was like minimalistic and really modern and sleek. And it honestly had nothing to do with her heritage. She was, she's actually from Syria. And as a Syrian, she's a proud Syrian and she supports so many efforts in Syria. And as part of her culture, She was eating dates like this is part of her culture. And she grew up eating this amazing, healthy, nutritious food that hadn't really made it made its way into, you know, um, into like our mainstream diet as Americans yet. And she saw this opportunity just to share how healthy dates were. And so she created this product and she formulated it and it was so delicious. But her first thought process was not to share her heritage right, or her story or why dates are important and and why it's part of her culture. She created this simple minimalist packaging because she wanted to attract that California minimalist, healthy, um, you know, yoga girl, right? And so she created the packaging for her versus actually creating that packaging and that story for why she created this product in the first place. She actually went on to Shark Tank to go pitch this product and guess what? She didn't get a deal with the judges, okay? And then she went back and reformulated, rethought through everything. And somebody had told her, given the advice of, hey, why aren't you actually sharing your why on this product? And she, when she told that story, it resonated so well with her customers. She ended up actually repackaging the product and it's so beautiful and it has like the lanterns and it has that Syrian culture. She went back and she actually went back onto Shark Tank, ended up getting a deal with Mr. Wonderful which on that episode, it's so funny. I actually share why Mr. Wonderful is my favorite shark. Um, But that's for another day. And she actually ended up getting a deal with the same exact product, just with a different story. I mean, mind blown, right? Same exact product. She went back and this time they understood her why. They understood her company. They understood the importance of why she was the one to go disrupt this, this industry. And honestly, her sales rocketed because customers connected that product better than just the standard, you know, the minimalist uh, packaging that was around in every single Whole, Whole Foods store, right? It didn't stand out. And so I want to remind you of, of this. I wanted to share the story with you because I want to remind you that your story is unique. And I want you to find those elements of your story that truly make you unique. And if you can't see it, an exercise that I have for you is to go back inside of the community and I want you to pick, you know, a group of women in your next cohort or meet people that you're meeting inside of the community that are not in your friends because no one's going to tell, like not in your friends, but I want people, I want you to go and tell the story to strangers inside of the community and I want them to give you the feedback on your story. Okay, so take 15 minutes, 
I want you to share your story. And then I want each of you guys to give each other that feedback and to find those unique elements. Because sometimes we don't see it. We're so in it sometimes that we don't see what is so special about our story. But other people can see it immediately. And I want you to be open to that feedback. A lot of the times when we have our products or our services and our story, we get really attached to what we think we know, right? And we're so egotistical about what we know about our product and we're the experts that sometimes we forget to listen. So actually listen. Listen to what other people resonate with about your brand, what other people are saying about your mission, what other people are saying about your packaging, your story, and what actually needs to come out in that story. And so that is an exercise I want you to, to go do. I want you to pause. I want you to go straight into the membership area and I want you to go set, say hi to a few people, get into your cohorts and say, hey, I need, I'm gonna share my founder story and I need 10 minutes of your time for feedback. I'd be happy to give you guys feedback as well. And so I want you to go do that and I'll catch you right after this. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline. The best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO School and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag, so don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.